When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, where we recap all of college football, NFL, Chicago Bears, Illini sports, uh, talk to football coaches all over the country. If any of that interests you, please hit the like button and the subscribe button on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. The podcast can be found anywhere you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, literally anywhere. Please follow it, rate it, uh, leave a review. Be a friend, tell a friend. Also, you could find the podcast at uh, ColorCast. Uh, ColorCast is a commentary sports app only for Apple. Go download it. Uh, hopefully check out some commentary on some games, uh, maybe some live podcast episodes. So download ColorCast for Apple. Uh, the podcast is also brought to you by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. If you head over to bellyupsports.com, check out all the other podcasts and everything else there. They have a bunch of blogs and different things for everybody else. Betting season is in full swing, and if you head over to mybookie.ag, it's the place you want to make your same-game parlays, in-game bets, money lines. You want to make your bets at mybookie. So right now, if you head over to mybookie.ag and you make your very first deposit, and you use the code BELLYUPFANTASY, all one word, it's going to double your first deposit. That is free money. Everybody loves free money. This podcast is also brought to you by Coach Stone Football and is back to the basics, books, and drills. If you head over to CoachStoneFootball.com and check out all of his books on football drills, practice planning, game planning, and much, much more, you will never have to look up another drill again. So all you football coaches out there that are getting into your offseason, you're looking for drills, you're just looking to get back to the basics. 
you need to go to CoachStoneFootball.com. Thank you, Coach Stone, for sponsoring the podcast. And if you're looking for an energy drink to help with that midday pick-me-up, but you don't want that crash that happens after about an hour or so, uh, or you're looking for a pre-workout that, uh, that does not give you the jitters for your run or uh, for the gym, I have the place for you. You need to head over to SwiftLifestyles.com to get just that. It's a clean, nutritional drink for any part of your day. If you're a gamer out there on Twitch or thinking about getting on Twitch, they want to sponsor gamers, so they want to talk to you for that as well. It comes in a tub, looks like a pre-workout tub, doesn't have a lot of caffeine. I recommend getting the bubblegum flavor. Uh, if you head over to SwiftLifestyles.com and use the code Coach Steve Show, all one word, it's going to save you 15% off your order. Uh, so again, SwiftLifestyles.com, Coach Steve Show, all one word. It's going to get you 15% off. Go save some money. Go get that midday pick-me-up we all need, especially with the time change and the weather changing. Go do that for me, please, and thank you. Helps support the podcast. Okay, this is what you call like an emergency episode or emergency podcast. I had an episode recorded to come out, but with all the craziness happening, it's it was just right to get on and discuss. A lot has happened in college football over the past, I mean, all week, I mean, all year, but all weekend, craziness, but in the ever since Sunday, so within 24-hour to 30-some-hour period, things have just blown up. Lots of changes have happened. Lots of changes. So one of the first things was on Saturday... Oklahoma loses to Oklahoma State. Lincoln Riley's name has been thrown around for the LSU job. Okay. Now, Coach Ed Ogeron, he went out on top. Last game ever coaching at LSU, probably with LSU unless they, you know, they put him into a bowl game, even though they're five and seven. Still could put them into a bowl game. But as it stands right now, his very last game coaching with LSU, uh, and I don't think they let him coach a bowl game. But so for right now, last bowl game or last game he coaches with LSU, goes out of winter, beat Texas A&M. Just, just I feel bad for, for Coach Ed Odron. A lot of people are not fans of him. They think he's too crazy. They think that – I don't know if they think he's dumb. I don't know what, what people don't like about him. I know there might have been some things going on, like I said, off, off the field and practice. Uh, but you feel for the guy. You feel for him. He loves LSU. He's an LSU guy. I honestly don't see anybody else that could coach LSU, but we'll get to that in a moment. But I don't see anybody that could coach there. He seems like LSU through and through, a Louisiana guy through and through. But good luck to Coach Ed Ogeron. Uh, big fan. I recommend you guys go read his book, Flip the Script. It's a good book. Uh, get you into the mindset of Coach Ed uh, Ogeron. Uh think he's a good coach. You know, he's done good things for players, people have said nothing but good things. Players like Joe Burrow even has come out and talked about it. Uh, but, you know, so that kind of craziness happened. He's gone. So Lincoln Riley's name has been thrown out for LSU. It was reported. They had offered him big money, like big, big-time money to uh, to be the next head coach. Now, he's kind of went away from it. Then on Saturday night, they're asking him about it. One of the reporters says, we're just going to address the elephant in the room. You know, are you going to be, you know, we're going to talk about 
you know, your time here at Oklahoma, what's next, you know, this report here, this report here, and he goes, da, 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 da. let's just stop you right there. I'm not going to be the head coach at LSU. I, and then that, he ended it. He was done with it. He said, okay, we're done. Not, you know, I'm not going to be the head coach. Great, fine. Uh, you're not going to be the head coach. And we left it at that. Uh, you know, and then all of a sudden, we wake up Sunday morning and we think, okay, if you're keeping track of what's going on in the world, there was other coaching changes out there. You know, Virginia Tech was looking for a coach. LSU's going to need a coach. Florida's going to need a coach. I had, I had discussed if Lincoln Riley ever left of who I think should take the Oklahoma job, what's going to happen there. Then we wake up Sunday morning. You know, you're having your coffee. You're getting some breakfast. Maybe poured some cereal. You made some waffles. All of a sudden... Lincoln Riley to USC. And I'm sure like everybody else in the world, your mouth just dropped. It just dropped. Lincoln Riley to USC. Like that, I don't remember ever reading anything. I don't know if anybody else out there did either. To be reported at all. Like I don't remember reading anything on it whatsoever. And the, the crazy part of this is, they kept it so secret. And then the crazy part is you leave to go to USC and you have a good thing at Oklahoma going. So now the question mark around Lincoln Riley is how much say did he really have in going to the SEC? Because when, if you remember when Oklahoma and Texas said, "Eh, we're going to go to SEC, you would have to think that Lincoln Riley and Sarkeesian had some say in this as being the head coaches and Lincoln Riley could possibly be, you know, the, the he could be the governor of Oklahoma if he wanted. You know, he's had a great career, coaching career at Oklahoma. So I don't know about any of you guys out there. This just threw me for a complete loop. Didn't see it coming because you heard Cristobal's name thrown around for USC. You've heard James Franklin until Penn State locked him up. They signed him on a extension. Uh, then you were hearing Mel Tucker's name for LSU. You're hearing Lane Kiffin for all this. So, I just, just, just never, never was on the radar. So now people are calling Lincoln Riley a traitor. Uh, you know, now going to the big question: Is he doing this because he's d- dodging "quote unquote" the SEC? And in a way, it does look like it. But you have to take a step back and look at this. If USC is offering you more money. You're going to think about the money. A chance to go from Oklahoma to live in sunny California. Now, someone put out there, I'm all the taxes he's going to be paying. I don't think taxes are going to bother him if he's going to get paid $10, $11, $12 million a year. The, the whatever, $50,000 a year in taxes, it's not going to bother him too much. I think he did. He looked at it and said, listen... We're about to go to the SEC soon, and it's probably going to happen in less than five years. It might even be next year. God, I'm going to have to play. They're going to have to split it up. So looking at who he was possibly going to have to play, my goodness, he was going to have to play Mississippi State, Old Miss, and all of them. Eventually, you have to go play Alabama. You're going to have to play Auburn. You're going to have to still play Texas. There's your rivalry game. You're going to have to play Texas A&M. You're going to have to play Arkansas, which, who's gotten better. You were going to have such a meat grinder of a schedule year in and year out compared to the Big 12 that you've got to look at, okay, where's the money? How can I recruit? 
I mean, I mean, he's get recruits to to Oklahoma, but where you could try to revive a program and kind of use its name. I think like Ryan was looking at USC and saying, "Man, all I got to do is, you know, I got to beat Oregon. If Stanford turns around, just beat Stanford. But like week in and week out, it's not a meat grinder. Like, oh, I've got to go play so and so. Like I, oh, I got to go play." Uh, Fresno State, I've got to go play Washington. I have to go play Washington State. That sounds a lot better than saying i got to go play Alabama, Florida, uh, Georgia, you know, Auburn, uh, Arkansas. It just sounds so much better when you talk about the Pac-12. So I think he did look at that over longevity and said, I want to be a coach that can be put into a situation. Now, he's making the college football playoff, but if he loses a game sometimes, he's not making it. So he's looking at the Pac-12 saying, well, Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do this. But, man, what a legend at Oklahoma, what he's done. But that I did not see coming. That just started this domino effect. And I think we all knew with all these head coaching jobs that were open, as soon as somebody got hired, just all these dominoes were going to start falling in the head coaching realm. While that was going on, it had been reported that Coach Napier from Louisiana you know, the Raging Cajuns was going to get hired at Florida, you know, been in talks. Florida pulled the trigger and said, okay, we're going to hire him. And so I'm going to talk about these two hires and move on because a lot has happened. So then Florida hires Billy Napier. And I also think Lincoln Riley was seeing those reports saying, well, now I got to go against Coach Napier, whose coaching record career speaks for itself and I think was a great hire because if you look at his coaching career in 2003, he was a Clemson graduate assistant. 2005, he went to South Carolina State as a quarterback coach. 2006, 2008, went back to Clemson. He was an assistant coach, tight end, and recruiting coordinator. 2009, became the offensive coordinator at Clemson. 2011, went to Alabama and coached under Nick Saban as an offensive assistant, as an offensive analyst. 2012, Colorado State. 2013 to 17, went back to Alabama as a wide receivers coach. 2017, offensive coordinator at Arizona State. And then ever since 2018, he's been the head coach of Louisiana. Um, as I'm looking right now, I think it's higher than that now. He was 28 and 11. Uh, I'm not sure what this put up. I think he's won over 30 games and has not lost very many. So I think the Florida hire for Coach Napier was a slam dunk because now you're going to bring a guy. So right now you're, you're seeing things about – Dan Mullen was lazy recruiting. You know, he doesn't want to always be on the road recruiting and and this and that. He's more about X's and O's. That's why his name's been thrown around for the NFL. This was a slam dunk hire by Florida because now you're going to bring in a guy that's about culture, about recruiting. Not saying Dan Mullen didn't care about the players or anything like that, but now you're going to bring a culture guy in, and that's what Florida needs. That's what Florida's been missing since Urban Meyer left. It's just been a hodgepodge of like, we're going to be really good on offense. Well, no, we're going to really be good on defense. Uh, no, we're going to be really good at this. Or no, It's just been a hodgepodge of things. And so for right now, with Billy Napier being hired at Florida, that is a slam dunk hire. That is um, going to get Florida back. He is going to be a big culture guy. He's going to get them to play hard. They will get the offense turned around. He will let his defensive guys do their thing. Just the because and you got to respect him. Ever since 2018, he has done well for the Raging Cajuns, and it's always been talked about. Every every head job that gets open, what's one name you always hear? Well, it's Coach Napier, and he. I think he always was waiting for that right job. 
You know, that's why his name was kind of thrown for LSU. Uh, but Florida seemed like the right thing for him. You know, you're in Florida. There's a lot of good athletes. The recruiting, his time at Alabama, like he learned under Nick Saban and it brought that to the Raging Cajuns. He's going to bring that to Florida. This is just going to elevate Florida to a new level. They're going to bring that, he's going to bring that culture side. And that is a culture and confidence is huge for a football program. And that's what he's going to bring. He's going to come in and be confident saying, I coached under Nick Saban. I coached at Clemson. I've been a head coach where I turned around a program where I won over 30 some games, only lost 11 to 15 games. He is going to have that culture. He is going to recruit nonstop that Dan Mullen just was not going to do. So this this right here is a slam dunk hire by Florida. While that's going on with – so that's what Florida's getting. Florida's going to get a great head coach, great staff. Now, USC. What is USC getting out of Lincoln Riley? They, they are going to turn around and be great on offense. They are getting a guy that is an offensive mastermind and is known as a quarterback guru. Uh, this year was a little rough. This year was a little rough, but he still got the best out of those kids. He still got the best out of that. And he's a good recruiter. But um, at right away at USC next year, you are going to see a more high-scoring offense that's going to look to run the ball, but he also wants to do air raid concepts. I think people forget that he coached under Lane, or, uh, Mike Leach at Texas Tech. Then he took that offense and he went to East Carolina as an offensive coordinator and he just revamped the offense to where it was more uh, gap scheme. So you see power, you see GT, uh, you know, guard tackle. He does a lot of H-back stuff. But just the way he was able to get, you know, uh, all of his quarterbacks play, Kyle Murray, Baker Mayfield, Hertz, now Williams, and even Radler for a little bit until Radler kind of fell off, he got them to play. So now Lincoln Riley's off. It's been reported that he's going to take Alex Grinch, a defensive coordinator, with him. And Alex Grinch has had uh, success in the Pac-12. He was the defensive coordinator for Mike Leach at Washington State. So what you guys have watched or maybe seen when you watch Oklahoma now in their defense, they run like a 3-4, 3-5 where they got three down linemen. They move. They move before the snap. He wants fast guys. What are you going to get in the Pac-12? You're going to get those type of guys. He understands that landscape. He understands – all of that stuff. All of that stuff. And again, he's not going to have to go against Alabama's of the world every single year. And the, the domino effect was not just the head coaching moves. Yes, it was also like recruitment. A lot of those kids that were going to go to Oklahoma that were California guys, they decommitted from Oklahoma. Don't be surprised when they say, okay, he's going to recruit them and they're going to be USC guys. This is it. Like, again, it's a mega hire for South Carolina. I agree. Or USC, excuse me. It's a major hire. He's going to have a lot of money to play with. And don't be surprised if you start seeing a Pete Carroll type thing where you see Snoop Dogg on the side. You're going to see movie stars there. You know, uh, Deion Sanders, I thought would have been a good hire for USC. That would have been great for uh, everything else like that. I think he would have brought in uh, really some swag, but I think Lincoln Riley could also bring in some swag. Uh, but it is a major hire for USC. It's a major, major hire. Uh, so the domino effect of that, you see it all the recruitment. All those recruits all of a sudden start decommitting from Oklahoma. 
And it, it's this is not the first thing they're going to do. The transfer portal, they're going to do a bunch of different stuff in that transfer portal. You're going to see a lot of guys leave now. But this isn't just the only thing that happened in college football. This was the big domino. So you got those two hires. So now the big question mark was becoming for Oklahoma. Who's going to be hired for Oklahoma? Now, I came out and said that I think Coach Heupel, hope I said his name right, he's the head coach of Tennessee, he could come back and coach at Oklahoma. Now, people, I don't know if people remember, he was the quarterback for that 2000 championship team at Oklahoma. And he's done great things uh, at Tennessee. Now, that's what I said. But then you're seeing they're going to target Cliff Cliff Kingsbury to try to leave Arizona and come to Oklahoma. That one confuses me a little bit. Now, the reason why it confuses me is because Kingsbury did not do well as a head coach in college. He is doing pretty well in the NFL. Why would he leave the NFL where he's making money, he doesn't have to recruit, he just does X's and O's that he's really good at to go to Oklahoma? Now, maybe he misses the college game. Maybe he's maybe he thinks at Oklahoma he can get the recruits instead of Texas Tech because Texas Tech is a black hole ever since they uh, you know got rid of Mike Leach. Another name I agree with you uh, is Coach Venables from Clemson. People forget. Remember the national championship game with Oklahoma and Florida where Sam Bradford was quarterback? He was a defensive coordinator before he went to Clemson. Yeah, Clemson, D.C., uh, multiple trophies, big-time recruiter, will keep his lines open with high school coaches. Yes, so these are good names. I think any of them are good. Heupel from Tennessee is good. Brent Venables should be a head coach, but he, he, he likes what's been going on at Clemson, but with the bad year this year, does he see writing on the wall where they may not be as good? At Clemson? Does he think that, you know what, I'm going to get my shot? My son's going to transfer out of college or I think he's graduating? Do we think that he's going to be a good head coach? I think he would. He's going to bring an amazing defense into that. I mean, he's going to be in the SEC. So this is a good test for Coach Venables too. So these names are getting thrown around. You know, reports were saying Venables is already going to be the Oklahoma coach. But I've seen fake reports too. But I think Heupel coming back home to Oklahoma would be huge. Or, you know, they already run an up-tempo offense where he could easily sneak in there and not change too much. And I think they could adapt to it. After dealing with all the stuff that he had to deal with at Tennessee, I think he can deal with with all that that's going on in Oklahoma. I mean, it'd be pretty easy. Stuff is set up there. But now here's the other thing I coaches are going to have to realize about Oklahoma. This is a domino effect. You're going to lose recruits now because he left. So some coach is going to have to take the stay or take the. Uh, they're going to have to take the uh, challenge and come in and try to recruit at Oklahoma. Uh, yes, that's the other thing. Pop Stoops did fire Coach Heupel. I, I for reasons unknown, don't know why, because he did coach there, did fire him, and maybe Bob Stoops can have something to say about it. And speaking of Bob Stoops. He is coming back and coaching Oklahoma in their bowl game because with uh, Lincoln Riley gone, he's going to bring his defensive coordinator and some of his coaches with him. So they might not have very many coaches to coach uh, the game. 
Stoops, yeah, he has a massive shadow over OU, and he is probably very much involved in a lot of those decision makings. He's involved in a lot of that. So I'm just talking about for me personally. Me personally, I think it would be a great hire for Heupel for offensively. If you want to talk about Oklahoma and offense, I think it would be a great hire. What he did at uh, UCF and what he's doing at Tennessee, but I agree. It's probably going to be like a Brent Venables. Um, if they can convince Kingsbury to come back, but I don't think so. Even if he did come back, I don't know if that's somebody you want to, you know, look at his college thing, what he did at Texas Tech. Is that somebody you really want to try to take over your um, football program that actually has done well in the past? I don't know. But Bob Stoops is coming back to coach the game. Uh, yeah. Um, college can actually, I mean, NFL coaches make money, but college coaches can make way more money at the head coach head coach level. I mean, oh, if Oklahoma was ready to offer Lincoln Riley some money, but I think he wanted to go to USC, you know, just the way he did it. Uh, but continuing on because we're probably even we're maybe halfway done. Not even halfway done is what happened in the past 30-some hours. This is just a chain effect. So the big question now is Bob Stoops going to be the head coach at Oklahoma. Does he make a comeback? Because he was coaching at the XFL. Does he still have the itch to coach? Uh, maybe. He's going to coach that bowl game. He's going to get the itch. Does Oklahoma say, you know what? He did good in the bowl game. Let's hire him back. Like, that's just insane to think that Bob Stoops can come back because of that. So now we got to figure out who's going to be at Oklahoma. The recruiting thing has just gone bonkers. So then at this point in time, you know, I'm going down a timeline here, guys, for me. Going down a timeline. So I said, what does that say about LSU? Because you lose on Lincoln Riley. You lose on Billy Napier. The only other coach out there maybe that you could go get is a Dave Aranda from Baylor and bring that defense back to LSU and is going to bring uh, that type of defense. I did not see the Lincoln-Riley contract. Um, I was see, Here's what happened, guys. I knew all this stuff. Then I went coach basketball for two hours. Then I come back and I see all the other stuff. Lincoln-Riley's contract is insane. Ten years, $11 million a year. His two houses in the USC bought the two houses he had in Norman for at 150 percent value. Is he has a six million dollar home in LA? I'm in the wrong profession. I probably should have gone to college coaching because I know John's making 17 million dollars to leave. Uh, Gus Malzahn is making money leaving Auburn, and now Lincoln Riley is making 11 million dollars a year over 10 years, and they bought his houses. He, you're right. He's got that LA money to play around with. Again, guys, check, yeah, this color cast thing is great. You should check it out. Uh, yeah, it's just absolutely insane. So all that's going on. So I started to question, what's wrong with LSU? Uh, well, LSU got rid of Ed Odron after two years after winning a championship. So what does that say about LSU? You know, was it the administration? Was it this? Was it that? And then the last I had looked, LSU was going to make a decision by Wednesday. They were going to know. They have to make these decisions pretty quick. Yes, LSU is near the death penalty because of, I questioned it, because when you see these two guys go to different places, what does that say about that? Do you want to go coach at an LSU right now where that administration goes, well, two years removed from a national championship, we're going to fire the coach when half of his team both years in a row was hurt. 
he did not have a full strength team at all. So it's just it's just absolutely insane what they did to Ed O'Dron. I've said that a million times. The the Lincoln Riley hire shocked me to death. This hire shocked me even more. Brian Kelly's leaving Notre Dame for LSU. I didn't see the Lincoln Riley one to USC, but I damn for sure didn't see Brian Kelly leaving for LSU. I thought he was Notre Dame through and through until the NFL. So now here's what's going to happen. First of all, I want to say this. Brian Kelly to LSU shocked me so much. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner that I had to like stop before driving the car. And now here's my question. You're Brian Kelly. You are, what are they, 11-1 in Notre Dame right now? They're on the doorstep of making the college football playoff again. Because you don't play a championship game this weekend. If a couple guys lose, you're back in the college football playoff. Now you're not going to win. But you're getting there. You you take this job now. When he may not be able to coach Notre Dame in a playoff game if they make it. I don't understand. I I don't like the coaching stuff happening now. Does that make sense? I really hate how they can't do this when the season's over. Now, I know for some schools, the seasons are over. Head coaches get fired. I understand firings once your season is over. Yeah, Georgia, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Alabama is probably going to be. But imagine if Alabama loses, Oklahoma State loses. like, And if Cincinnati loses or Michigan loses, it just opens the door it, like there's a narrow path for Notre Dame to make the college football playoff, a very na- narrow window. But I mean, you're on the doorstep. But I hate how college football works. I understand it's recruiting. I understand because we've seen the effects of this already. So this is why when people like me question and hate how coaches get hired and fired, the firing part doesn't bother me if it's after their season is over. So if your season is done right now. You're not going to make a bowl game, fire him. But when you're about to make a bowl game, you might make the playoff. I hate how coaches get fired. and I hate how coaches leave because then they can't finish out the season. I just hate how it all works. I understand the recruiting side. We've seen it with the effects of Lincoln Riley and how the recruitment has already worked. I just hate it. But nonetheless, Brian Kelly at LSU has completely shocked me. Completely shocked me. So what is LSU getting out of Brian Kelly? Well, you're getting one of the winningest Notre Dame football coaches of all time. But you're getting a guy that can just not win all the time in the big games, in the playoff moments. Now, he's going to have LSU money. It's the only college in Louisiana, like Division One, like that type of powerhouse. Now, he's got raging Cajuns around him, but you're going to have the big time. You're like one of the only big schools. Facilities, money to play with. You're going to get the recruits. But here's the problem, Brian Kelly. You're not coaching at Cincinnati. 
You're not coaching at Notre Dame where now you got to play Alabama. You got to play Texas A&M. You got to play Auburn. You've got to play Mississippi State. Are you going to be the coach that wins LSU the next championship? Because right now in LSU's mind, it's championship or bust, which, fine, that's a mentality, but it needs to be a standard. But are you going to be fired in two years? I don't understand the Brian Kelly hired LSU. I think LSU sort of kind of hit the panic button on this. And uh, I think hitting the panic button of you're seeing these coaches go left and right. Well, we got to get Brian Kelly. Look at this. Look at the success he's had. At, at Notre Dame. Look at this. Look at that. You know, he's made the college football playoff. He's going to bring that to LSU. I, I I, mean, okay, I think you hit the panic button and you just went to Brian Kelly. In Brian Kelly's mind, he's competitive and goes, okay, I'm going to go to the SEC. I'm going to go to LSU. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z and ABC. So what's, so what's LSU getting? You're getting a coach that's going to win you some games or possibly, but now it's it. Can he recruit? Now, but he is going to bring, I will say this, Brian Kelly is going to bring a run-the-ball mentality. He can't recruit tight ends and offensive linemen, but that's that hire I did not see coming. Before we uh, continue on with this, if you're a football coach out there, are your offensive and defensive linemen's helmets getting scuffed up during an inside run period? If so, there's a way to protect those shells and reduce their repetitive blows that you guys are taking each and every week. It's guardian caps. Guardian caps reduces 20 to 33% of the impact. It really focuses on the big guys in the trenches because you cannot win the games without those big guys. Guardian caps is worn by five NFL teams and 200 plus colleges like Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Washington, Penn State. If you go to guardiansports.com slash guardian caps, you can find guardian caps. Use that website or link in the description on the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel to use the code 15 off to get 15% off at guardian caps. Again, guardiansports.com slash guardian caps, 15 off for 15% off. Also, if you're a coach and you have a young developing kicker who's not reaching the end zone all the time, I have the perfect kickoff tee for you because believe it or not, it is probably the kickoff tee. The reason you want this kickoff tee is because it gives the coach a strategic option on squib kicks, onside kicks, and helps them kick to the end zone each and every time. It is Launchpad Kickoff Tee. Launchpad Kickoff Tee is legal for NCAA and for NFHS High School. The Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a game changer. If you go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS and use the code CSS, it will save you 10% off your order when you buy one tee, 20% off when you buy two, and then when you buy the four-pack, you're going to get the fourth one free. Again, launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS and use the code CSS to save today. Go do it to help out your kicker. So moving on in this college football world. So with the Brian Kelly hire going to LSU, now Notre Dame needs – so right now Oklahoma needs a coach, and Notre Dame needs a coach. And that's – we're not done with that. There's still other jobs out there, but those are the two big ones, two big ones. And when we look at other coaching jobs, Virginia Tech needs a coach. Washington needs a coach. Uh, you know, so different places like that need a coach. You know, I know Washington was going to probably look at uh, Coach Debor. I hope it says name right. He's the Fresno State head coach. Uh, Texas Tech hired a coach. TCU is going to hire Sony Dykes. Uh, or Sony Dykes, excuse me. SMU is going to hire Lashy. He's a Miami offensive coordinator. 
Um, so, I mean, a lot of these rumors where we hear Lane Kiffin's name thrown around, we heard all this, we were just dead wrong. We were just dead wrong in this podcast world. We were dead wrong in the media world. How crazy to, that we were just this dead wrong on everything. Just absolutely insane. And it's not, I mean, it was good reporting. A lot of reporters, you know, were hearing a lot of rumors or they were getting told things. Can't blame them. But right now, now you got Notre Dame open. And you got Oklahoma open. And they can't wait to hire. So the door is now open for Urban Meyer to make a comeback. Because I believe there was two places that Urban Meyer was going to coach college football ever again. And it was USC or Notre Dame. Because people remember, uh, Urban Meyer coached at Notre Dame. And then when he was doing the Fox Sports show, they were out in California a few times, and he loved it. Sticky Fingers loved it. So, is Urban Meyer going to leave Jacksonville after one year and go to Notre Dame? I think it's very possible that they could do that. But now one of the other coaches' names out there we keep hearing about. Well, Urban Meyer, obviously. You hear him all the time. But I think he could go to Notre Dame. Other coach is Coach Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. The door is open for him to go to Notre Dame. And the door is open for him to do that. To go to a big-time school, a Power 5. Well, independent, but they should be a Power 5. The door's open for him to go there. So his name's going to get thrown around for a lot of these jobs. So now, it's just it's just craziness. I can't wrap my head around it. I actually get a headache. I'm getting the spins from thinking about it. So right now, who's going to go to Oklahoma? Bob Stoops could probably go back. There's probably a coach out there we don't even know the name of. Matt Campbell's name's thrown around for Notre Dame because he's been talked about wanting to coach at Notre Dame. He could absolutely go. But the Brian Kelly hire again in LSU is just Brian Bodley. So right now you got Notre Dame. Big time job. Big time job. They just need to join a conference. Don't be shocked to see Urban Meyer's name come thrown around for that, no matter what he says about Jacksonville. And don't be shocked if you see Luke Fickle go. I know they're joining the Big 12, but don't be shocked if they go to Notre Dame. I would not be shocked whatsoever if that pops up at all. It is absolutely insane what is going on in college football. So, are we going to see Brent Venables leave Clemson to go coach at Oklahoma again, be the head coach? Does Bob Stoop come out of retirement? Does the Stoop brother from Kentucky take the Oklahoma job? Uh, possibly. His name's thrown around a lot. Gary Patterson is out there. You know, he got let go from TCU. That's a name that could get thrown around for one of these. And one name I don't think people talk about, and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but one t- name I thought about was Gus Manzon. He coached big-time school. Why couldn't he go to Notre Dame and coach that? Why couldn't he make the jump from UCF and go to Oklahoma? Oklahoma runs a lot of... Uh, GT stuff and power and all that. That's what he runs. And he had exactly the – it's the same offense. So I think that would be a great hire for Oklahoma as well. I mean, he's won big games at Auburn. I know people at Auburn don't like him, and I don't know why, but he's won big-time games. So I think these are just type of names that need to be thrown around and talked about. But craziness, craziness in college football. And I guarantee when I hop off recording this this show – it is going to change once again. Uh, 
just absolutely insane what's going on. I can't wrap my head around it, but this was a quote-unquote emergency show. I had one pre-recorded to come out, uh, but this one had to take presence over it, you know, take more importance over it because of what was going on. Absolutely insane. Uh, but I don't be surprised if you see Urban Meyer or Luke Fickle thrown around for that Notre Dame job soon. Urban Meyer don't care. He'll leave Jacksonville for that. He, I mean, I was shocked he didn't leave for the USC one to begin with. Luke Fickle's name's going to get thrown around. I, I think Gus's name should get thrown around. Hugh Freeze did tie an extension with Liberty, but maybe he deserves another big-time job, so his name's going to get thrown around. And again, Lane Kiffin's always name's always thrown around. Lane Kiffin is the, the GOAT, I think. He took a picture of a Louisiana license plate because I think he was down there recruiting or he had already taken this picture before. And everything blew up. They're like, he's going to get hired at LSU. And even I said, well, hold on a second. Wait a second. Then all of a sudden, he puts a picture up of another license plate. And they're like, okay, he's messing with us. Because then like right after that, a picture of him and recruiting. He was recruiting a player, and they took a picture together. He just got posted right after that. He didn't post it, but the player did. So we know he was screwing with us. Thanks a lot, Lane Kiffin. Got people's hopes up. Lane Kiffin's name is still thrown around. If Miami opens up, then he'll go to Miami, which then Miami's going to be a job that opens up. Don't forget about Virginia Tech is still open. And then if all that happens, Old Miss would be so just craziness that I can't keep up my head around. It's just absolutely insane. Uh, but I needed to discuss the college football stuff and all the head coaches stuff, what they were getting. Just absolute madness. Um, but all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go check out all the affiliates in the description on the podcast info. Go check out the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Uh, like and subscribe and all that good stuff. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, check out ColorCast and all that stuff. Sometimes I do this podcast live, so you need to check that out as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, this has been Coach Steve on the Coach Steve Show podcast, and we are out of here. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.